What have you been thinking about all this time? Why should I believe you now? Because I changed my ways. I don't believe you, Sams. I don't think you've changed a thing. Go on, jump. No, I don't want to jump. Yes, you do. You smoke crack, don't you? You smoke crack, don't you? Look at me, boy. Don't you smoke crack? Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Do you know what that does to you? Huh? No, sir. It kills your brain cells, son. It kills your brain cells. Now, when you're destroying your brain cells, you're doing the same thing as killing yourself. You're just doing it slower. Now, I say, if you want to kill yourself, don't fuck around with it. Go on and do it expeditiously. Now, go on and jump. Jump. No, I don't want to kill myself, sir. Welcome back to another episode of THR Presents Stream Fiends. I'm your host, Brian. And of course, always with me is my brother, Nez. What's up, man? Yo, man. We're back, everyone. Thanks, uh, everyone listening to the Action Returns. I know it took us forever, but we're, we're back. Give you more. Hey, you getting, getting Stream Fiends. I think, what, this will be the third one in about a month? I think so. Yeah. We did two back to back. Yeah. Was it the principal? What was the other one? Oh, uh, uh, was it Roller Boys or? Yeah. <laughs> that, that 90s classic. <laughs> Shout out to Corey Hain. Rest yeah. in peace. <laughs> we, we still got to do that one review. The VHS one. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I, mean, I wish I still had that recorded. I might have it. I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I don't know what was happening. I must have just been tired. But I, yeah, I don't I know what was happening with me because I was going with it. I was like, did they did they mention him in the movie or <laughs> they must have? I don't even remember. I need to rewatch that whole movie. I don't even remember any of it now. <laughs> I still didn't even watch. Uh, was it 99? Yeah. I didn't watch that one yet. Uh, that one's takes a little bit of a dip after uh, 94. I still need to watch um, <clears throat> was it Tales from the Hood 3? Was there a third one? Uh, with um, Tony Todd? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the third one. Because wasn't um, Keith David in the second one? Yeah, not David Keith. Yeah. <laughs> but right, we are here to talk about 1989. Yep, 89's Lean On Me. This is the school no one cared about. We are in a big emergency, and my word is law. These are the kids no one wanted. And the law says, do whatever you have to do. This is the man who's giving them all an education. Freeman stars in the true story of Joe Clark from the director of Rocky and the Karate Kid. Lean on me, rated PG-13. Starts Friday, March 3rd at a theater near you. Drama action? That's what it's listed on Google. Alright. <laughs> yeah, all that, all them action scenes going on. <laughs> well, there was some in the beginning. <laughs> Now when he had his bat and he was like, you can call me Batman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, Google. Oh, Google, you're killing me here. All right. In this fact-based film, a New Jersey superintendent, Dr. Frank Napier, watches helplessly as Eastside High becomes the lowest-ranked school in the state. With nowhere else to turn, Dr. Napier enlists Maverick ex-teacher Joe Clark to take over as principal of the declining school. Unfortunately for Clark, before he can focus on improving the student body's state exam scores, he has to somehow rid the school of its gang and narcotics problem. All right. IMDb. The dedicated but tyrannical Joe Clark is appointed the principal of a decaying inner city school. He is determined to improve by any and all means. And this stars, of course, the, the legendary Morgan Freeman, Beverly Todd, Robert, I always mess up his last name. Google, Dr. Napier, he played Dr. Napier. Vincent. The old yeah, there you, go. there you go. <laughs> Alan North, Lynn Thigpen, Robin Bartlett, Michael Beach, Ethan Phillips, Sandra Reeves Phillips. My boy, where is he at? He's way down the cast list. Steel? Yeah. Damn, where is he? Yeah, put him at? way down. Tony Todd was in here. Yeah. As Mr. Mr. Wright. Heard you were looking for Candyman, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Damn, are you, even, are you even in the cast list? Michael Imperioli from uh, uh, Sopranos fame was Spy. one of the kids that got kicked out. Spider? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had a name, George. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where is Steel? Uh, I know they didn't do my boy like that. He's not even listed. I, uh, I was looking on Wikipedia and I saw him. I was looking on RMD. Here he is. He's uh, Jermaine Hopkins, Thomas Sams. Yeah, aka Huggy. Steal everyone. <laughs> yeah, he got into some uh, beef um, trying to buy 200 pounds of weed <laughs> from an undercover cop. Yes, that's they're, always a bad idea. They're about to give him five years. I was like, damn, five years just for weed? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, uh, I think he tried to buy uh, more weed. No, he got pulled over uh, and he had. I think he had like five pounds of weed in his trunk or something, and they were they were gonna just throw the book at him, but then they were like, "Man, it's just, just weed," and you know, slap him on the wrist. Some people just shouldn't be doing shit. If you already got busted for once, man, then don't do it again. <laughs> you know, some some people gotta learn the hard way. I guess, man. That. I think he might have went to jail for a little while, but he didn't. He didn't go to. He was about to go to prison, but they didn't. Uh, they didn't send him to prison. And after that second time, he got uh, supervised probation. I was like, all right, well, that's better than going to jail. I had to read up on all this, everyone. I, I didn't. I didn't just pull this out my ass. <laughs> so I remember when it happened. 
I didn't. I, I, I when you said something happened to him, I was like, "Damn, what happened to him?" I had to look it up. Yeah, because I remember, I remember him getting in trouble, and then when he got in trouble the second time, I was like, "The second time for weed?" Yeah. Damn. I was like, Damn. What was the uh, not Kid Ray? What was the uh, the drug dealer's name? Oh. Damn. This is great podcasting because I forgot. Because I didn't know if he had a name or not. I mean, because Kid Ray was one of his crew. So, because he, he at least well, had uh, a few lines. I don't know if Kid Ray was one of his crew. He was trying to be. Yeah, until he got smacked up. Well, I think because, uh, I don't know, maybe he came up short. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have his money. He was trying to buy all them gold chains and nice clothes and. <laughs> trying to what'd he say what'd you tell Mr. Clark he's trying to look the part yep Kid Ray I mean, I, that was the late late 80s everyone especially Spider I mean he's on, I know he's um, with Christopher on uh, Sopranos I just started watching that for the first time it's one of them it's my probably top three all time favorite shows uh, I'm still in the first season, man, but, but it's pretty good, man. I like what's going on. <clears throat> yeah, it, it really picks up after after you, once you get into the second season. All right. Yeah, I don't know what that guy's name was. It wasn't Clarence, was it? Mm-hmm. Tyrone Jackson. Wasn't Clarence? Uh, no, that was that uh, one of the other guys. What was I saying? I don't know why Eight Mile popped in my head. <laughs> He was one of the dudes uh, that was hanging out. He was doing the impressions of uh, oh, the, 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 the class clown. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Why? Well, I think he was the one dude that was supposed to be the the nice, clean cut kid, student body president, but uh-huh. gets one girl pregnant. Yeah, he's on the knocked up. Um, what was her name? Kenesha. Yeah. Karen Molina White. Is that her? Yeah. She get. I'm looking at her IMDb. And she looks totally different now. All right, man, I guess I don't look like I did in 89, everyone. So I wish I did. <laughs> but, uh, I think I forgot to say this is directed by John G. Alvinson, written by Michael Schiffer. And the music was done by Bill Conti. So, yeah, it's got directed Rockies. Yeah. And Karate Kids. Yeah. This is news to me, everyone. You didn't know that? <laughs> no. Yeah. I was like, damn. Shit, he directed hella shit. I'm, I'm sorry, everyone. I This is. Hella news to me. Fuck, he did Rocky. Um, Karate Kid, Karate Kid 2 and 3, Rocky 5, a.k.a. Uh, Creed 3. Spoiler alert. Uh, uh, <laughs> now, Neighbors, not the new Neighbors, the old one from 81 with the uh, late and great John Belushi and uh, Dan Aykroyd. Damn, One Night in Heaven, he directed that too? Fuck. Is this guy still alive? I 
No, he passed yeah. in uh, 2017. He's got, a, he's got a nice filmography. Yeah, he does shit. Um, did you watch uh, Hood's uh, Prim, Cinema? <laughs> Prim Cinema for this one? <laughs> I think I did. I don't remember that one as much. <laughs> he tore this one apart. Because he was like, man, he goes, who, who wrote this? <laughs> he goes, that's not even how schools be and all this. He was going off on his show. But, oh, man. Um, I saw this on, I rented it. Um, it had to have been in, in the 90s when I, when I seen it. Because uh, I was up here where I, where I live now when I just visited and, uh, I wasn't married yet. It was before I was married. We went and rented movies, and my wife, or my wife, she wanted to watch it. So, we're like, all right, so cool. That was the first time I'd seen this movie, and I've I've always loved this movie. I thought it was really good. I liked um, this type of stories, but I did do some reading on it. They were saying that this they kind of Hollywooded it up and like most of, of this didn't happen. <laughs> most of this didn't happen. So. You mean he didn't become Batman? I don't know. I don't know about that, but I guess a lot of it they were saying it didn't didn't happen. But blocking I don't know. Blocking switchblades with his clipboard. <laughs> but uh I I've seen it just uh multiple times. Uh, I love this movie, it was really good. Uh, I liked what was going on in the whole story. Morgan Freeman, man, he's good in everything he's in. So this is a, a younger Morgan Freeman. Uh, so he was awesome. I hate uh, the the mom in this, the Lynn. Big Pen. Yeah, her. She played uh, Leona Barrett. I don't know who her kid was. That's what I, every time I watch this movie and like when I watch this movie with my wife, we're always like, well, who the fuck was her kid? It was one of the kids that got kicked out. It was probably, uh, we'll just call him Clarence, the drug <laughs> dealer. <laughs> yeah, he, not- that, he had a plan, though. He was, he was going to the Air Force. <laughs> yeah. You ain't nothing money. <laughs> But yeah, this movie was awesome, man. I, I love this movie. When was the first time you saw it? Uh, probably, uh, probably the same time you did. Uh, this was a rental. Uh, I think I was uh, before I, I was with my wife. Um, I met her through uh, her family. I, I used to, as a as a kid, used to hang out with her brother and her cousins, and used to go to her her aunt's house and. Uh, we used to like during the weekends go rent videos and this was uh, one of the videos we rented and we just kind of blown away because you know the I think you know the they label it as drama I, I've never heard it labeled as action but being it labeled as drama you know we were just kind of like ah we don't want to watch it but when we got into it we were like this is hella good the acting's solid in it you know there's a good message in it my uh, or Joe Clark kind of reminds me of uh, my high school vice principal because he he was kind of I don't want to say uh, IMDb labeled him tyrannical, but he he kind of he kind of did things his own way to to get shit done, and it was sometimes not not looked good upon from the school board, but 
you know, we had we had some troublemakers at our school, you know. Oh man, all my principals were soft. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my vice president, he wasn't Batman. He was a pool cue man. He had the the thicker end of the pool cue that he had to. That that that's story enough for another time, but. I, I do remember the first elementary school I went to, uh, Bella Vista in Oakland. I cannot remember the principal's name. It was older uh, white gentleman. I remember him being nice, but I remember I went into his office one time. I wasn't in trouble. Um, and I was looking around, and he's got the, the principal in his suit with a big, giant, fancy wood desk. Got little plaques and things on that thing. His awards he's earned. I don't know, principal of the year, whatever. But he had a huge paddle. A discipline paddle. <laughs> I think it said discipline on it or something like that. <laughs> and I don't know. I just maybe just hung it on the wall as, as a joke. I don't know. I don't ever remember hearing anyone getting hit with that thing. Um, but different times, everyone. Because yeah, I was about school, to say that, that was the times. Uh, I I remember getting hit in the hand with a ruler, or or, or also a um, a pointer stick, those wooden ones. And I remember my kindergarten teacher. If we were acting up, what the hell's her name? Uh, Mrs. Predovic, uh, white lady, kind of big, heavy set lady. I remember I was. I know we were doing a test. I finished it, and I flipped the paper over, and I was just kind of just drawing on the back. I basically just traced whatever I could see through the paper. It was nothing offensive. It was just whatever, some little sea monster or whatever. And she got hella mad, and, like, because she was like, I told you to draw something, not trace. And she, like, grabbed my cheek and just pinched it and shook my head. I was like, damn. Uh, different times, boys and girls. This is this is back in the days when the teachers could put their hands on you and hit you and all this. So, oh man! And I'm the the lady who hit me. It was my second grade teacher, Miss Louie, uh, Chinese lady. I don't remember what I did. I think I was just fucking up in class, and she made me walk up to her desk. She pulled her ruler out. Stick your hands out. I was like, what? I said, put your hands out. So I had my hands out, like palms up. She went, no, knuckles up. I went, oh, yeah. fuck. Whap, whap on both hands. I was like, whoa. Bringing me back to my childhood with my mother. It was always hold hold your hand out. And you'd always flip your hands over. And then it's like, nope, turn them around. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, this is when the, the teachers could grab you and discipline you if you were fucking up, but can't do that now, man. Kids, yeah, times have changed because it was like that when we were kids. But let let your kid come home and say the teacher like yoked your kid up all crazy. Oh no, man! I mean, yeah. all those videos I see, especially yeah. on Twitter, <laughs> school fights. And everything. <laughs> You I mean, see the one got, where the, the girl broke the teacher's leg? Um, she was like beating on her till she like oh, fell over. And then she yeah. like, I guess when she fell over, she like broke her leg. Yeah. I, I seen the one that was two dudes were, sorry everyone, but <laughs> two guys were uh, arguing about something. 
one of them had like a hood over his head and uh, his hoodie. And then I guess he was just swinging and the teacher tried to get in the way or stop it. And he hit the teacher in the head. You just see her kind of just stumble. And then this other student comes out of nowhere and just bow, drop oh, that the, dude. the kid that was like, you, you hit the fucking teacher. Yeah. <laughs> that shit ain't cool. He like clocked that one and then he threw the other dude on the ground. <laughs> that ain't cool. He was yelling and the teacher went, hey, I know it wasn't cool. It's all right. All right. I was like, damn. Yeah, man. That one, that one made me kind of proud, though. Yeah, I was like, good, man. He stepped up. Or those other ones when they're just fighting the teachers and everything. No, nah, only one. I never fought any teachers. I mean, I've yeah, I'm fucked up in school and everything, but I didn't. I never threatened teachers or anything. I d- I'm not proud of it, everyone. But I don't know if I've ever said this on any show. But I um, there was a fight going on during school, and you know, fights break out. Everyone just ah, everyone crowds around, mm-hmm. and we're all hooting and hollering and cheering for whoever. It's amazing how that circle forms so quick. Yeah. <laughs> So we're all in there, and uh, the dean, I can't remember his name. They called him uh, Frosty because he had, like, gray gray hair and, and a gray mustache. Um, He came in, and he was trying to – he was bent over right, right in front of me, and he was trying to pull the two guys apart. I don't know why I did it. I didn't, like, kick him. But I like he was like coming, he was leaning back towards me, and I held my foot up, and it like bumped him, and I might have shoved him a little. I'm not gonna say I didn't, and he fell. So he ran, he ran into your foot. Yeah, he ran into my okay. foot, <laughs> and then he fell on top of the guys. Well, as soon as that happened, everybody went, whoosh, just took off. Up running, we all ran because the bell rang, and we all just sit and sat in class and couple periods later, some guy came up to me and said, hey, man. I was like, yeah, what's up? And he goes, I heard you kicked the dean. I was like, what? Who told you that? <laughs> they were like, yeah, man. Everyone's saying you kicked the dean because you guys were, there's some guys were fighting. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but that's as far as it went. I mean, I was waiting to get called into the office. I figured someone would have said it was me, but. I don't know. I mean, it did get around because multiple people came up to me. Man, I heard you kicked. I was like, I don't know where you guys are getting that from. I didn't kick nobody. <laughs> he ran into my foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this movie, man, it starts off with a punch, man. We see uh, a nice school, uh, East Side High. Uh, I think it was back in, I think it was like in the 60s. And then, um, uh, Joe Clark is working there, Mister um, Mister Clark, <laughs> uh, Morgan Freeman, his character, and he's just teaching the school. It was all it was back in the day when it was a nice school, predominantly white area, and a mm-hmm. bunch of white kids in his school. And then it was uh, all white kids. He gets uh, Benson. That's all I see him as. Everyone. <laughs> he. Uh, He's, he comes into the class and tells Joe that, hey, man, these guys are they're, they're having a meeting about the, the school. I think it was like union stuff because that's what he yeah. started saying. So he goes in there and they were basically like they were just going to side with the, the school board and everything. And I think it was uh, 
more just like teachers rights things instead of striking or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe was uh, Mr. Clark was trying to pull all the teachers together. No, we need they we need to stand together and stand strong. My mom was a teacher. She was an educator. Mm. And she had to strike many, many times. Has she ever uh, seen this? Uh, probably. Because <laughs> I remember uh, when the teachers went on strike and my mom was out there picketing and, and everything. And I, mean, I supported my mom, but I still had to go to school. I mean, it was, it was the law. It wasn't like, hey, the teachers aren't there. We don't have to go to school. No, nah, all the substitutes came in. But anyway. So they were basically those teachers were in there were siding with with the school board and he was like you know what I'm out because then they made him go to uh, another school I think it was uh, district six or whatever because they told him because they knew he was going to be the one to stand up to the school board so they yeah I think is I think they made an agreement I think they gave in to some of the demands but he had to go he had to go to another little school. I think it was just teaching uh, the elementary school. Yeah, because I was talking about sandbox problems and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, so he, this is, yeah, he was back in the uh, the, the hippie days. Because everyone else was in suits and he wasn't. And he had the afro. Uh, Prim said the sideways afro. Like a dashiki on. Yes. <laughs> so he's like, I'm out of here. And Benson's like, come on, man. He goes, nope. And he goes, those guys are going to get everything they wanted. And then flash forward 20 years to 1987. And uh, Wait, I, like quick, how, I, I like how you put that, that dollar on that dude's head. It's like, <laughs> pay your bills. Because <laughs> he told him, he's like, well, you guys are just selling out for money. So I'm out of here. I can't be a part of this. I'm going to go t- teach elementary kids. <laughs> Because I don't know what class, I think he had a history class when when he was a teacher. So I loved how he just walked and just left the school. It was a nice, nice school, clean hallway. And then it just does that, uh, that little fade into to 20 years later. And the school is just fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's like the apocalypse happened in that school or something. <laughs> it looked like... Um, Brandell and the principal. Uh, shout out to everyone who listened to that one. <laughs> it looked like that's cool. Uh, it was just, or, or, or the school in uh, class in 1984. Uh, it was just, just a wreck. Spray paint everywhere. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe there's schools like this in in the U.S. Um, none it's of my schools are like this. a little overdone. Yeah, I don't, even the, the worst school um, from what I, well, one of the worst schools in, uh, in Oakland, it was just because of the neighborhood in West Oakland, McClyman's, a really bad neighborhood, right in, right in the hood. And, um, I, I went to summer school there and I was like, oh man, I didn't want to go because of where I, I never, ever hung out in West Oakland just because of, uh, the area. And every time I had to go through there, man, I just whoosh, skate through there as fast as I could. So when I got to that school, I was expecting it to be this this before this movie came out. Yeah, I was expecting it to be like class of nineteen eighty four, all fucked up and spray paint all over the place. Nope. That's it was just like a normal school. Everything there was no of course there's graffiti in the bathrooms, but like not on the walls or lockers or 
anything. So I was like, hmm. So movies, everyone. So I don't know. Maybe East Side High, if this was really like that, or that's where they uh, dramatized it up. But yeah, the school was just a wreck. And it just... Uh, I think they picked a good song to start this movie off. Uh, yeah. Guns, Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Juggle. Because that's what exactly what it was. And it's just, it was just chaos in the halls and in the lunchroom, everywhere. That one uh, drug dealer guy is walking around selling drugs all out in the open. Uh, their kids are just throwing toilets through the window and the, these girls, were they just beating up that one girl in the bathroom and then tore her top off? Or were they just yeah, trying to rob they her? Or? They didn't really beat her up. They just tore her clothes off. They were pushing her around, and then they just tore her shirt off. <laughs> and that, man, that was fucked up because the, the principal, the vice principal, well, I don't know if she was vice principal then, Um, Mrs. Levis, I think that's her name. Yeah. Uh, She was... Outside, hold that because that girl came running out of the bathroom with top and titties flopping, and she kind of put her jacket over her. And then they were like, ah, everyone laughing and screaming. And then one of those students was, was trying to, to hit on her. Like, he was hey, like, what's up? What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> <to say? laughs> I was like, you're doing a good job of making this school look bad. And they had that one white teacher up against the wall. <laughs> he just looked scared like he didn't even know what was happening. So, I mean, it was just, yeah, and there was just fights breaking out. Everyone just doing what they were doing. And uh, and the, the one the drug dealer kid, he, he gets his drugs from one of the teachers because he got the scene where he's waiting for him at the side door. And he, he walks up and he opens up his briefcase and it's just every drug imaginable and he just gives him like a wad of cash and gets what he wants. Yeah, and then he wrote, well, that was a teacher? He looked like you know, a drug dealer. <laughs> well, the, no, uh, I, think, I, they, I always thought it was a teacher. He was in a suit and tie. He uh-huh. looked like a teacher. He had like a business briefcase. So. Oh, he might have been because I'm watching it right now. He goes right into the school. Because whoever this guy, he kind of reminds me of that dude, um, was it Crazy K in the first um, Tales from the Hood? Oh, okay, I know. There was that guy that that went to prison uh, and everything. It looked like that guy, but I, I don't think it was him. And he's walking around selling drugs. He goes up to steal. He steal everyone. But his name is Thomas Sams, a little chubby kid. <laughs> you guys seen Juice? We'll get to that one too eventually, everyone. He's selling crack to to steal and uh, Kanisha. She, they kind of keep showing her. She tends to be popping up where all the the action is going on. Yes. walking around. Kanisha's always there when something bad's happening, just shaking her head. Yeah, guys buying guns from people, and then there's a huge fight in the in the lunchroom uh, where the servers are. They're in like it's like a cage or something. It's I'm going to so, tell you right now, I'm not working someplace where I have to be protected like that. Yeah, I mean, the only cages we had was for the um, the little snack bar that was down by the gym. It, it was a one like a one little room thing and there was like a 
sink and the refrigerator in there and they sold like soda and chips and snacks and shit like that out of there. I think that only had those little cages over the windows because it was that one building. It wasn't connected to the uh to the school or anything. But okay. our our lunchroom didn't have those cages and everything. <clears throat> so but yeah, this big fight breaks out between uh a black guy and I think he's Mexican. And now over some money and then this other teacher just comes in and, and tries to break it up, and then they just turn on him and then just start beating the shit out of his teacher and slamming his head on the ground until blood's bursting out, and then all hell's breaking loose. The cops are there, and they go hauling out the, the teacher. His face is all bloody. His head's bloody. He got oxygen mask and... Oh man, while while Guns N' Roses are still blasting, <laughs> this and is all just we, the beginning. And we finish off this whole montage of Steel getting locked in his locker. Yeah, I don't know how big these lockers are, man. We have little skinny ones. Uh, yeah, I don't know how he fit in his locker. Yeah, they just threw him in there and then shut it, and then these old lockers are all old and beat up. So no, they put a padlock on it. <laughs> <laughs> And Kanisha's right there. <laughs> help. I like how they go get help and he's screaming help and he's what was that? The the janitor just there, not even not even caring. It, it, hell no, he didn't. He just ain't that, that ain't got nothing to do with me. He just What's walks the into the next room. Uh, Reverend Slappy. Reverend Slappy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was that was that was I love that beginning. So the schools just run everybody running amok. All hell's breaking loose in it. Uh, the mayor and Benson and uh, Mr. Rosenberg. I don't know who he was. I think it was a lawyer. They were trying to, I guess, the, all the test scores in that school were like super low. And if they didn't bring them up, they were just going to shut that school down. But I guess that was the only high school in that district. For all the other, for all these kids, and that was one of those schools like uh, like Brandell and the principal, where all the all the riffraff got sent to that school. So they're trying to well, we need a we need a principal, and they're like, we don't know what we're gonna do, and I guess it's a voting year because the mayor is trying to just get uh, whatever he can to try to keep stay mayor, and then they're like, well, well, the only one we can think of is uh. One guy, and the mayor's yeah. <laughs> the mayor was like, "Hell no, anybody but him." And he's like, "Well, who else are we gonna get?" So he's like, uh, "Well, go ahead, but you gotta you gotta control him." So Benson, uh, Doctor Napier, he goes uh, to that school where Joe Clark is, and tries to convince him to be a principal, but he he wasn't having it at first. He was like, "What?" He was just trying to just he's like, oh, man, I mean, but he eventually I think I don't know. I mean, if I was Joe, I would have just stuck it out at the school <laughs> and dealt with sandbox problems. <laughs> then going to some school, it's all crazy. But he because he told him, he goes, yeah, man, we need you to go in there and help him get those test scores up. And he's like, ah, gets all mad and tells him, all right, well. All right, let's do this. So he ends up going to Eastside High. But I like when he walks in there and just, yeah, look like a battle zone. <laughs> Everything's destroyed, like a bomb went off in there. Everything's destroyed. I remember the, the music they're playing, like adding to it. 
He's just in the, the worst place ever. And uh, he must have not been keeping up with East Side Eye because he just looks like shocked. Yeah, he didn't like. Well, I guess when you leave someplace on a on a bad note, man, you don't you don't want to go back there. I mean, I've been plenty of jobs that I hated, and I never returned to those places because it just gives me bad memories. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes into the school. All right, I assume this was way before school because that like he's got every teacher, uh, and the whole custodian crew and uh, Candyman's in there. What the hell is his name? Mr. Wright. His, yeah. his, his avenging angel. <laughs> he was head of security. Uh, heard you're looking for Candyman, bitch. But yeah, he, this is the young, young Tony Todd, man. He an all-star. This was, I think this was after uh, Platoon. But um, you ever met him? No. Isn't he supposed to be his primary uh, this year? Oh, is he? Well, if you get that no. chance, if you get that chance, man, meet him because he's he's hella cool. Uh, me and Mike met him at uh, like Terror and Riverside or whatever the hell that little con was. It was kind of a smaller con. There wasn't uh, too many people there, but he was just sitting there. And me and Mike went up and we had this long conversation with him. He was hella cool. So this, you guys ever get was, to meet Tony Todd? This was right before he did a Night of the Living Dead remake. Oh, he did. We ever do that? No, we should. Yeah, well, put that on the list. Original remake <laughs> for uh, thirty-one days. I know I did the first, the original one, and I did a. Was it Mike and I? I think we did original remake for Dawn of the Dead. But I guess we can have to do Night of the Living Dead. But anyway, I like this part too because he gets all those teachers in there, and he just lays down the law. On what they're doing, and he just reamed everyone out, saying that these these kids don't have the the knowledge for the to, to score in the basic skills test. Because he was just yelling at us. He goes, "You guys basically aren't doing shit, and it's proving it." So he just like, "We're going to turn this school around." I mean, I couldn't give you word for word of what he said, but he's like, "We're going to turn this school around," and I'm the boss. So well, what everything I say goes, because I'm the HNIC. Yeah. You guys can figure that out. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, you can figure that one out. <laughs> but I did like. Yeah, I mean, they, the 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 what was her name? The vice principal or assistant? She yeah. she she explains it to <laughs> one of the white teachers. So. He didn't know it, but uh, if you know what it means, uh, yeah. There's only one boss in this place, and that's me. The HNIC. Are there any questions? Mr. Wright? The HNIC? The head nigger in charge. Speaking of that, um, back when uh, President Obama was uh, was uh, the leader, uh, I was in uh, I was in Oakland and I was uh, just skating around and this guy's selling T-shirts. It, it was like I think it was right after he became president. And there was a picture of him on it, Obama sitting there smiling, 
and under it, H-N-I-C. <laughs> I saw that shirt. I was like, oh, hell yeah. But uh, look that up, everyone. Uh, just go to Urban Dictionary. <laughs> so <laughs> I was going to buy it just to buy it, man, because my friend had one. No, he had a uh, um, a poster uh, in his room. <laughs> What's that too? He said he had the shirt, but he doesn't know what he did with it. And um, <clears throat> I mean, shout out to my boy, man. His, his mom, she got uh, Jesus, and then President Obama's picture right next to him <laughs> in her house in the in the dining room. So. I was like, I've been to that household before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome lady. She always fed me. Um, so, yeah, this is uh, when uh, Joe kind of just tells him, all right, get all the kids into the uh, auditorium for an assembly. And, yeah, it's just what you think, especially in this badass school. He walks in there. Everyone just... Smoking cigarettes, being stupid. Teachers can't control nobody. Uh, the vice principal's in here. But then he kind of just, is this normal? And she's like, yeah, I'm afraid so. So he's like, oh, all right. So he had her get all, I guess, all the students that just are just messing up, had all their names on the list, made them all get on stage. So as he's kind of going through the schools, when he uh, – Runs into Kanisha because she remembers him. Uh, I guess she was his, uh, her principal when she was in fifth grade. So and it was good, good familiar, uh, friendly face. So she was kind of happy that he was there. So he gets up on the stage and everybody in there. And then this is when he just goes to start clowning everyone, saying that they tried to get all the bad kids to sing uh, the, uh, the school song, but nobody knew it. And Steel's up there laughing around. Spider. Or Chris from Sopranos is up there, uh, and the uh, the drug dealer guy I, I don't know his name, Crazy K. <laughs> a little, little denim outfit he had on. <laughs> his big old gold chains was um no I guess there was other white kids I was like was was Spider the only white kid in school? No, there was there was there was some sprinkled in there. I'll try because you tried to have those uh. I think it was those three of the white guys trying to sing the school song. <laughs> they, they couldn't do it. But he he goes into telling everyone, he goes, look, man, he goes, uh, he goes into the whole test score things and all that with the whole thing. But he was trying to just basically telling everyone that I'm, I'm the new boss. Everyone needs to listen to me. And I don't know how kicking kids out of school works. But I'm pretty sure he couldn't kick all of these kids out at once. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think this mass of students can just be what do you call it? They're excommunicated. Yeah, well, there must have been about fifty kids on that stage. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't even it wouldn't go down like that in real life because. You uh, you seen when they were taking them, escorting them out, it almost started a, a little riot on stage. You had like 15 security guards up there. <laughs> yeah, the whole, I, I, right before he even got on stage, uh, the one guy, Clarence, the little class cut up guy, he, him and some other dude were, were rapping. <laughs> Get down. <laughs> Check it out. Who's got the crabs? <laughs> so, 
<laughs> yeah, once he uh, told them all, he, he was kicking them all out. <clears throat> That's when uh, the drug dealer guys, oh, man, you ain't nothing to me, money. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to go into the Air Force. So, yeah, and then his whole squad of security guards came in. I liked his security crew, all nice guys and uh, suit and ties and everything, because he was all about business. I mean, he wasn't yeah. like he wasn't coming in like no slob. He had to be the part. What he, he, he said, they were deputized. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, that's right, he made uh, what's his name, the fool from Soul Food, uh, Michael Beach, Mister Daryl Darnell. Oh, he demoted him. Yeah, that was cold because he was like, "I'm demoting you because I'm tired of our football team getting pushed around all over the field." Thank you. Sit down. I mean, how did he know that he was a football player? Because I think he was an English teacher. <laughs> he didn't made the math teacher the head coach. But yeah, uh, eventually he made him. We never ever see any kind of sports going on in this, but he eventually, because when they do one of those montages when all the kids are studying for a test, he's back in the classroom. So, yeah, it doesn't really seem like football was a priority here. Uh-uh. <laughs> Just trying to get these kids to do the schoolwork is the, is the first one. But uh, I noticed that all those kids quiet down after they kicked everybody out because everyone just went mouth shut, everything. So he just basically told all of them, look, man, this is, this is what we're doing. And uh, we got rid of all the trash. So because uh, he, he went into it telling them that he was like, yeah, I mean, he goes, they, these, the, the people downtown, the school board, they think you guys are just no good. The, the, um, he said some racial words that I won't say, but, but he was like, this is what they think of you. You're the N-word and your derogatory word for Mexicans and uh, derogatory word for, for white kids. Uh, theirs didn't sound that bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, I can't say the N-word or yeah, S-word for Mexicans. He said one thing, you're like, oh. He said the next thing, you're like, oh. He said the, the one for the white kids, you're like, eh. <laughs> but... I mean, he was keeping it real, man. That's he was he he was always straightforward with these kids. That's what I liked about him. I mean, he didn't he didn't try to sugarcoat it. He was straight up. So I mean, even well, not with just the kids, with everybody. So um, with this flight today, I don't know. Maybe there is some uh, principles out there like that. I mean, I I'd be all right with it. I mean, as long as he's he's doing good and getting these kids to learn, because. I don't remember ever seeing our principal come in and give speeches. If he did, I, I remember when I graduated, he was there. But other than that, I mean. I don't think you were really supposed to see the principal. I don't remember. I mean, I might have seen him here and there, but I never seen him come into the classroom. I mean, I saw the vice principal. She was always walking around. the Yeah, you, you always see the vice principal, but it's always like. To the point where you don't even know who the, what the principal looks like. You think the vice principal is the principal. Well, my the, my high school principal, he was my uh, junior high principal. And then when I got out of there after three years, I was like, good, man. Don't get to see him anymore. And then I walk in the first day of 10th grade, and there he <laughs> is. I'm the new principal. Ah, oh, so I had another three years of this motherfucker. <laughs> but, and it, 
I, I, he kept calling me uh, my brother's name because my my brother, same thing. He had six years. Oh no, he had three years with him. Uh, in Bay Area, I don't know if it's like this anymore. Junior high was seventh, eighth, ninth. My wife says, "Ah, it's wrong," because middle school is was it six, seven, eight. And then high yeah. school is 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, when I went to school, middle school was, uh, or when it, when it was my, back in my time, it was junior high. It yeah. was 7 and 8. Well, I was 7, 8, 9 when I went. And everyone goes, no, man, that's not how it goes. I said, well, that's how it went back then. Because uh, my wife, she, just, she graduated before I did. My wife's a few years older than me. And she goes, well, that's how it was up here. I'm saying, well, then don't yell at me. I didn't make up the rules down there. I just went to school. <laughs> went to school because I had nothing else to do. <laughs> so, but after he kicked everyone out of school, this is when they have the big uh, emergency school board meeting. And uh, what's her name? Uh, Mrs. Barrett. Leon, how do you say her last name? Leanne. Thick pin. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who remember the Warriors, she was the the DJ. So, but, oh my God, I hated her in this. She and because of this, something else that just bothered me. After after her role in this, this I just uh, I didn't like her because she oh, was she, all, she wasn't where 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 in the world is Carmen San Diego? She was. Yeah, she was like the. The main lady. I don't even know what. First time I heard about that, I was on New York Comic Con and my friend. She was like, oh, there's uh, Carmen Sandiego. I was like, who? <laughs> She's way, way younger than me. So that's why she, you don't know what that is? I said, nope. <laughs> but yeah, they're having that school uh, meeting and she's going off and uh, these kids need to be in school and he disrespected the the black football coach and He's crazy and all that, but he's just sitting there letting her say her thing. And again, these are a lot of these are parents of the kids that are still in school, and then there's parents of the kids that got kicked out of school. Yeah, you can tell who the parents are the ones who got kicked out because when he said they're rotten to the core, he was like, You trying to say my kids rotten? <laughs> he's like, Yeah. And he goes into it, he goes, Yeah, he goes, Make these kids proud of themselves. And, um, Help them get off of welfare. And then everyone, ah, everyone starts going off. But then he goes into his little uh, his little sermon, how God chose him to go to, to, to that school and turn it around. And he goes, and that's because he, he told him, because God told me, Joe, you ain't no good. <laughs> so. He's going to turn that school around and he goes, so that's, this is what I'm going to do. And that's why I kick those bastards out. And that's all I'm going to say. And he just drops the board. He didn't have to drop a mic, but might as well drop the mic and rolled out. <laughs> and yeah, you can see the people cheering. Then you see all the other ones. Ah, that are all mad. Next day, he, he gets to school early and Steele is sitting on the stairs. And uh, he's kind of telling, hey, man, I'm one of the kids that got kicked out of the school. You kicked out, and uh, I think you made a mistake. And then he tells him his name. He looks it up, and he goes, oh, skipping school and smoking crack. He goes, that's no like mistake how he about it. it on his clipboard right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, 
I mean, the kids are already gone, so why do you still have it? Steel's like, I don't think, I think he made a mistake. He's like, nope, it says right here. There's no mistake at all. (laughs) Skipping schools, smoking crack. So he told, he goes, yeah, and he goes, he told him, all right. He, he he grabs him and then he goes up uh, to the roof of the school and and right here all right man first of all you can't uh, maybe in 89 88 whenever they film this but uh you cannot uh, endanger children a- at well, all so he's, he's crazy joe clark <laughs> but i mean i i like what he did here man this this is the the clip that i played at the beginning I mean, but he was straight up with them. I mean, he told them, and he was like, look, man, he goes, he goes, what have you been doing this whole time? And then he goes, and he, and he goes into yelling at him, and he goes, he goes, are, were you scared uh, to tell your father that you uh, dropped out of school or you got kicked out of school? And then he goes, he goes, my father doesn't live with us, sir. And then he goes, oh, I just feeling sorry for yourself. And and he goes, well, go on, jump. And he's like, no. Nah. He goes, I got to stay in school. And he's like, no. Well, you smoke crack, don't you? And he's, he's yelling at him. And he goes, you know what crack does? He goes, it kills your brain cells. He goes, it's killing yourself, but only slower. And he goes, you want to do that? Just jump. And then Steel starts crying. And says, ah, I don't want, I, don't, I can't, I don't want to kill myself. And then he goes, why should I let you back into my school, Sam's? And then he goes, because I'm going to do good. And, and I'm going to go to class and do my work. So he kind of just goes, all right, well, I'm going to go back on my own word because you're a little baby and you don't know shit. <laughs> so he tells him, all right, he's going to let him back into school. But, I mean, what he said, I just kind of glared, glared over everything. But but what he was saying to him was true, though, man. I mean, I mean, he, was he just going along with the crowd? Because that's what it seemed like uh, Steele was doing. He was Yeah, because, I mean, if he really didn't care he wouldn't have showed up waiting for the mr clark on the on the doorstep yeah he would have just been doing whatever he was doing with all the rest of the kids that got kicked out yeah because he was the only one that tried to come back out of uh, the drug dealer comes back later well, he for, diff- come back. for different for different yeah. reasons <laughs> he wanted to come back to go to school but so he lit him up and uh he let him wait. I don't know. Yeah, this is like early in the morning, so nobody was even at school yet. So nobody but he didn't would even believe him that, that Mr. Clark took him on the roof and told him to jump because nobody was around. <laughs> he, all he had to say is, I don't know. We stopped. It is an iconic scene, though. The whole, like, it kills your brain cells. It kills your brains, you know, poking them in the head. Yeah. But, I mean, he had to say that to him. He He had to. Let him know, because later on, when uh, we're dealing with Kid Ray, he said the same. He didn't do with no drugs or anything, but he kind of laid into him too, and and kept it real. Yeah, because Kid Ray, he he was like on the opposite end of Sam's, mm-hmm. of, of where of the basically the dealing with the same thing, but on the opposite end, he wanted to be the one to get all the attention, the money, the the the, the basically the glitz and glamour of it. Yeah, because the, the the scene when they were in the auditorium, he, uh, Kid Ray is sitting there talking to uh, one of his boys, and he goes, "Yeah, man." He goes, "Come on, you, you need to dress to impress, and here I'll give you some. You need to get some gold." The stupid uh, gold. Yeah, because that one girl goes walking by and goes, "Whoa, man, check her out!" 
And he goes, and that one, goes, nah, man, tell her to check me out. And he goes, oh, you don't like the girlies? And that's when he goes into them. So um, uh, that was the thing, saying stupid. <laughs> well, it must have been your error because I don't remember ever <laughs> any of us saying anything like that. <laughs> from uh, what year did you graduate? The ninety nine. Uh, yeah, man, you're ten years after me. <laughs> so, well, nine years. I graduated in ninety. Well, I should have graduated in 89, but I was fucking up uh, for a year. So I got held back. Wow. Kind of glad that I did. Well, not glad that I was fucking up, but because then all my all my homies that, that I still, well, not all of them, but most of them that I still talk to today. Because so, Mike and I are the same age, and he graduated in 89. Hmm. We went to a different school. He went to a Catholic school. So yeah, this is a, we're back at the school and the lunch. Oh, I liked what uh, during the uh, when he was reaming out all the teachers when he was telling um, Reverend Slappy. He goes, yeah, and he goes, you guys need to take down all those cages in the in the cafeterias and then uh, paint over all the graffiti. And he said, get all the the kids in detention to help you. So when he's in the in the uh, in the cafeteria, you notice all these uh, some of the bad kids. Painting over the graffiti on the wall, so I guess that save a save you some money and get the yeah, kids I mean, to do it. <laughs> that's what they did in my high school. You got in trouble. You had to work with the janitorial crew for like a period. We had to go in on Saturdays, and it wasn't it wasn't like Breakfast Club. Everyone, as soon as we walked in and checked in, they handed us a bag and go out and pick up trash for I don't know how many hours. Uh, any of you younger listeners, uh, we just went hid and smoked cigarettes. Yeah, it was, <laughs> wasn't happening up here, and nobody was showing up on Saturday. <laughs> I don't remember what I did, it was probably something stupid, but uh, I remember going up there twice, and uh, one of my friends was there, so I was like, Oh, shit, you're here, cool. So I hung out with her, and um, yeah, she passed away a month or so ago. I had to go down to the Bay Area for her memorial this weekend. and Oh, man. But well, we had some good times, and that was one of them. Picking up trash on Saturday <laughs> to ditch it. And sitting down by the, the the back of the school behind the portable smoking cigarettes. <laughs> we, well, we went to a, a garbage can or to the dumpster and just started filling up our bag with garbage. So when we came back, we walked up and um, said, yeah, here's everything we picked up. Because uh, I think we had to fill, uh, I think it was three bags. And I was thinking there, I mean, there was trash scattered all over the place. Because there was, I know that my buddies, man, they were down by the football field. And they were digging through the bushes. And you go, that's where all the trash is, man. They filled up their bags hella quick. Because after you filled up the bag, then you... You, they let you leave or you can sit and hang out. But nah, we. So we hung out. I don't know how long we're sitting back there smoking cigarettes. <laughs> but we filled up those garbage bags and then they let us go. But yeah, he's going into the into the um, the cafeteria and Sam's just trying to steal somebody's meatball. <laughs> he starts yelling at him and tell, what are you doing? He goes, why did I let you back in this school? And he goes, to to learn. <laughs> he attacks him. He's like, what are you doing? Put that back. <laughs> He's yelling at everybody. He didn't care. He had a his little blowhorn and everything. 
So he goes, why are you guys? He goes, why are you hanging out with him, man? He goes, these guys are much older than you. And he goes, oh, he's my cousin, and we're just uh, going over music. So he makes all those guys get up. All right, uh, sing the the school song, <laughs> and nobody do it. <laughs> so uh, everyone, they didn't even do anything. <laughs> well, I guess they made Sam's uh, go steal that meatball, but he just lit into everyone. All you guys are go to my office. So they were like, oh. <laughs> and Mr. Darnell had to pick up a piece of paper. Oh, then he chewed him out. Yeah, because when he told him that they were going to sing the school song, um, I think he was standing next to the vice principal, and then she dropped something, and he bent down to pick up a piece of paper, and then he turned around and started screaming, him, I told you nobody moves. <laughs> you know, I'm picking up a piece of paper. Get to my, Go to my office. Yeah. <laughs> and all the kids went, ooh, and even Steele, he started laughing, and then he hit him over the head. <laughs> When you, this is the day where you can hit kids, <laughs> hit students. So. Yeah, that almighty clipboard. <laughs> so after that, he goes and uh, since nobody knows the school song, he charges into the uh, the the music room where the choir teacher is teaching all the kids. They're supposed to be getting ready for some kind of concert in New York. Throws the deal right into the piano. <laughs> And he starts going off on her and goes, you need to teach all these kids a school song. And she's like, nah, because she she was one of the ones that uh, when he was yelling at everybody in that meeting, she was like uh, rolling her eyes the whole time like she wasn't getting, she wasn't having it. So he went in there and started yelling at her and said, you need to stop do what you're doing and tell and all these kids need to learn a school song. And she's like, I'm trying to get uh, ready for a concert and you're in here interrupting us. And he's like, I, you know what? He goes, your, your school concert is canceled. And he's like, what? And he goes, ah, she started yelling at him. And then he just lights up, all right, you're fired. <laughs> She's like, what? And, he, and he's like, yeah. And he goes, go pack your shit and get out. That's not what he said. Basically, that's what he told her, get out. So she's like, ah, she started yelling. Goes, you're going to hear from my lawyer. And then he, that sounds like privilege. <laughs> he walked into, back into the office. And uh, Mr. Darnell's in there. Then he comes in. He goes, he goes, I was just trying to pick up a paper. And he just goes, you disrespecting me in front of the students. And he goes, I've been working my ass off for you. And I took the, domation, the, 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 the demotion and I'm doing my job. And you're treating me like just shit or whatever. And he's no, yelling he at him. Treat, you treat me like trash. He was like, no, Mr. Darnell, that's what you were picking up. <laughs> and, he, and Mr. Darnell's yelling. He goes, look, man, you, you show me some goddamn risk. I'm going to kick your black ass. <laughs> And then he just, I can't, he said something to him, and then Mr. Darnell got hella mad and went, ah, picked up his desk and tipped it over. Oh, he told him that uh, he was <clears throat> suspended or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I think he said suspended with no, without pay or something. Yeah, so he kicked him out, and then uh, he, he's picking up all the stuff, and the vice principal comes in and. Uh, that one guy walks in. Uh, I think he's a math teacher. He walks in. Oh, what do you want? Nothing. <laughs> walks right back out. So then she's she's trying to talk some sense into him because basically she was like, "You got to fill forms out to suspend a teacher." And then the other teacher, she's telling him, "You don't have the authority to fire anybody." Yeah. So he she's yeah she was trying to go about it the right way and he was just straight up hell no this is my way or my way or the highway 
Like he was letting he was lighting fools up. Then uh, and now we get they're all getting ready for the the basic skills tests montage of all these kids trying to go through uh, just getting everyone. Well, at least everyone's in class and everyone's trying to yeah. study and everything. But He's you walking can, around. You can tell when he looks at some of their work, the expression on his face. You can tell these kids ain't passing. Because you got Clarence looking at Hustler. <laughs> he had a Hustler magazine in his bag and he's looking at that. So, but the schools, it's the schools starting to turn around, man. All the graffiti is gone pretty much. Um, everyone's uh, in class because he was yelling at Sam's and Sam's is being all happy and everything. So, uh, it's a happy montage, right? Yeah, he did turn the school around, and then because we see the, uh, the 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 school president, he or he's, I don't know what he was doing, showing the. Yeah, he built some kind of model. I'm like, shouldn't you be doing something else? I mean, well, I think it was more of a just a, hey, our school, we're turning our school around and we're doing nice and everything, trying to get. Uh, I, I assume these were school board uh, people, yeah, there to see that how how uh, the school was changed because it wasn't all it wasn't a war zone or everything anymore, and all the graffiti and everything was gone. And this guy, he was the the, uh, the school uh, school president. <clears throat> so that's going on. These kids, these two girls come running up. Mr. Clark, Mr. Clark. And he goes, somebody's uh, beating up Kid Ray. <laughs> so they go running down the hall to the, to the lunchroom. And uh, that drug dealer kid that got kicked out that wasn't going to the Air Force still is still in the same clothes. <laughs> Yeah, he comes running in. He's beating up Kid Ray, slapping him around. And uh, when he tries to run out, that's when he uh, goes face to face with um, Mr. Clark. Pulls out a switchblade and goes, "I've been waiting for this. Come on!" And then he yeah he hits <laughs> the switchblade out of, out of his head and then clocks him one, and he goes down. And Candyman comes running in and they grab him. And Kid Ray's standing there in his jumpsuit, all beat up, uh, falling over. So, because um, when he was uh, talking, he's Candyman in my eyes, everyone. When <laughs> he was talking to him, he told him, I don't know, man. See, he got in somehow. Maybe we just missed him. So that's when he told him to, all right, you need to chain and padlock all the doors. All right. I get that. You don't want uh, drug dealers and whoever else to come into your school, but it is a safety issue. Mm hmm. What if there was a fire and yeah, they give you fire drills and all that at school. I asked my son, do you guys ever do fire drills? He went sometimes. Um, thankfully, I've never, we've never had school fires at our school at any of the schools I've been to and, and my kids and my grandkids and all that. But yeah, you line up and you walk out, but no, nah, man, if something happens like that, everyone's, ah, everyone's going to panic and run. And if, if these kids are running to that whatever door to get out and it's padlocked, I don't know, man, but I get it. I get it, everyone. I, I understand why he was trying to do it to keep to keep the, the riffraff out of his school. So, but then we see, uh, uh, what's her name? Kanisha. Yeah. Yeah, she... She was all star in this, because other than being everywhere where something bad was going on, 
she's sitting out in front of the office, and then uh, Mr. Clark's talking. She finds out that um, her mom. Uh, I don't think she kicked her out, but I think she, she just, don't want me no more. Yeah, so she was telling me, yeah, my mom, she just doesn't want, want nothing to do with me anymore. So, uh, Mr. Clark and Mrs. Levis, the vice principal, they take Kanisha and they go uh, to her house. Almost get uh, taken out by a jack-o'-lantern. Yeah, all those little kids <laughs> trick-or-treating and everything. So, they go over to um, to her house and they're, uh, I assume it's the projects, it looks like it. And... um. They go to her, and then she, her mom's in there. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, they almost did get hit with a jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> <laughs> so they go in there, and the mom's sitting there. She's just smoking cigarettes, and their house is all wrecked. Um, Her reasoning for kicking uh, her daughter out is um, I think she's in recovery. She's mm-hmm. She's trying to get herself... Better, I don't know, either it was either alcohol or drugs. Well, I guess it's not alcohol. She's got Miller Miller Lights sitting on the on the table. <laughs> so uh it was probably drugs. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure. Who knows? It could have been alcohol. Maybe it didn't but she didn't want her daughter to see her like that. That's why she kind of just kicked her out. She's trying to do what she's gotta do to survive. And then Joe, uh, Joe Clark, and uh, the vice principal telling her, like, look, um, because Joe, Mr. Clark is telling her, like, look, because you, when she was in the fifth grade, you were like one of my star parents. You were always there. But I mean, just life happens, everyone. And mm-hmm. her mom took a wrong turn and uh, started uh, abusing whatever drugs, alcohol. So they were telling, her, look, man, because it will. She can't be out on the street. And he was telling her, look, if we help you get a job, uh, help you live in a better place, will that be good enough? And she let her come home. So they, they could have, she kind of agreed to it. But I mean, this part was fucked up. I mean, just kicking your kids out. Um, I've had some friends like that. Family. As well, just not taking care of their kids because of this or that. Drugs is usually the big. Well, the drugs it was a drug issue in, in my family, and uh, but I can see she was trying to get herself better, but she just I'm sure she fell off the wagon or whatever. So yeah, but that but that was the 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 reason and why she kicked her out, and then she agreed to all right, she can she can come home and you guys help me out. Will old school principals and all that do that? I don't know. I I I, I can only base you on the principals that I had. One of them, one of my principals, my elementary school teacher, our principal. I went to two different elementary schools. One when I was living uh, in my local area, and then my mom got us to go to a different school, and that principal was really cool, Mister. Schmunk, I think that was his name. He was nice. He was cool. He only yelled at me once because I was fucking up and he yelled at me. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe now, I don't know. Maybe whoever's listening, you have kids. Maybe your child's principal would be cool like this. But I did like that. I don't, did this really happen in, the, in in this story? I don't know. But in the movie, they had to add up 
the the drama and everything. So yeah, but it, it was a, it was good in the end for her, because between her and her mom, mm-hmm. she did agree to. All right, I'm gonna get myself clean. She can live here, and I'm sure they helped her out uh, one way yeah. or the other. It's good now, but Venetia will pop up later. <laughs> <laughs> We get we Benson's up there again, and he's he's re- reaming them out, trying to telling them that like, look, man, you you can't be doing this, especially with the locking the doors and and going off. And he Benson was like yelling at him, and then Joe turned it around, was like, look, man, he goes, you came to me, you wanted me to do this. He goes, you know how I do things, so don't get mad at me. Because I'm sure the school board and everybody w- was going ap- uh, after him, Dr. Napier, and telling him to, you need to go up there and slow uh, Mr. Clark's roll down. Because he started yelling and goes, look, he goes, you, you shut up and listen to me. Because here, I'm the HNIC. <laughs> he just reamed him out. I like how he just looked at it and goes, you think you bad, aren't you? <laughs> they go walking around. <laughs> I mean, but... I'm more. I'm leaning more with Joe Clark, uh, Mr. Clark. I mean, on his, on what he was doing to try to turn that school, and he did turn that school around. But then you got Dr. Napier that's listening to uh, Mr. Clark, but more listening towards the school board and everybody else. And because of the that one bitchy uh, mom that was uh, complaining. Yeah, you put that focus into whoever your son was that got kicked out. <laughs> yeah, we don't even know who that was, and you're there trying to get him uh, kicked out of that school. I mean, I get you're a parent and you're mad that you, your, your kid got kicked out, but your kid got kicked out for a reason because he or yeah. she was fucking up. So you, you think the whole argument would have been like, let my kid back into school, not get this guy out of the school. And not once did you know outside of that after that meeting, you know, she never brought up her kid again. Uh, we don't even know who her kid was, <laughs> so but, well, she didn't even have a kid. I, but yeah, maybe she's just one of those ones that just wants to bitch and complain about everything. <laughs> so, because yeah, because let's let's just say that she got her way and he got kicked out. Do you think that school just went back to hell again? Oh, yeah. Well, if it did, I this is this is what I think. I let's just say he got kicked out, and yeah, you got all the nice kids that were still learning and everything. But since he's gone, they're gonna let all those kids that got kicked out back in that school, and it's gonna go right back to the way it was. So, but he's uh, they're the Mrs. Barrett. She's the one that's trying to get him uh, locked up or whatever. So they uh, the fire chief shows up one day at school and. And they wouldn't let him in. Um, right there, all right. Especially in a public school, uh, and the fire chief wants to come in and do an expect an, uh, an inspection. They can basically, I think, I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure they can come in and, and inspect everything. If they can roll into uh, concert venues and everything, just to make sure their capacities. Uh, not over the limit. I mean, I'm sure they can go into a school <laughs> and make sure that these kids are safe. But because they all do know that there's padlocks on these doors, but they they need to see it for themselves. But they weren't let security and everybody. They they stopped them at the at the door and they weren't letting them in. So 
All right, Kid Ray is back in the place. He's, he's all bandaged up, black eye. Well, he got bruises under his eyes and looked like one of his lips is busted up and got a band-aid over his nose. But he came in just to tell them, tell Mr. Clark that he school's not for him. I'm uh I'm gonna drop out because I'm gonna just go do my live my life somewhere else. But I mean, Mr. Clark, he was straight up with them. He was like, "Look, you'll be dead in a year." And Kid Ray is just like, "I gotta do what I gotta do," because he was just trying to tell him, "Like, man, don't don't go. Just stay here, mm-hmm. finish out your school and." Yeah, but when he said that, he goes, you'll be dead in a year. Uh, I've had friends like that. that yeah, yeah. They were fucking up, and other than us trying to tell them, and I'm sure parents and school parents, and that's exactly what happened. I mean, they were out in the streets doing what they were doing, and, and sometimes just... Clearly, he, he was in deep if he had to leave school. Yeah, I just assumed, well, I assume that, yeah, that kid got arrested, the drug dealer guy that beat him up, but I don't know if he was still a juvenile, I mean, he'd slap you on the wrist and send you home. <laughs> well, he's, when he gets out, he's going to be angry, it might affect his way into the Air Force. <laughs> so, yeah, so Kid Ray, he, he bounces, that part was, that was, that part was sad, I mean, Kid Ray seemed like he was a cool guy, but, yeah. I guess obviously he was doing some kind of dirt for that drug dealer to beat him up. Yeah, I was just assumed that he he owed a lot of money. Probably why he had the stupid gold. <laughs> <laughs> he had like the same suit on that Mr. Clark had. <laughs> yeah, he goes, I gotta play the part, man. These kids don't know what's going on. <laughs> so yeah, he rolls around and he sees Sam's and you know, Sam's and all those guys are walking down. Him and his cousins are walking down the hall with their other guys and then they all uh, j- jump into the bathroom because they, they hear Mr. Clark coming. And he walks in and he goes, these are all the guys that got in trouble with him in, in the cafeteria. Aren't you guys my little songbirds? And they're like, oh. And he goes, all right. And he goes, look, if you guys uh, better sing this song if you don't know it, and he goes, all can get suspended for 10 days each. So he kind of lights into them to sing the school song. And uh, they kind of start it. And then they, it's all crazy. But then Sam's like, all right, guys, hit it. So then they start singing it uh, a better way, a better version, which Joe Clark hasn't heard. So if you guys, you guys know the song, you guys know the movie, you, you know how they sang it. And it did sound way better than what those kids were singing in the beginning of the movie. Because <laughs> I was like, all right. Because no, it was at the end, I think it was at the beginning or the end of the movie when there's uh, a young woman singing the. I think that's the beginning. Yeah. But this one's all it's all jazzed up. Uh gospel style. Cause uh, Mrs. Powers, was she just a piano player when uh Mrs. Elliott was the teacher? Uh, I think she was assistant music teacher and then when the one lady got fired, I think she got promoted. Our music teacher didn't have no assistance. She was in there by herself battling with everyone. <laughs> and does, does does Steel get thrown into the piano again? Yeah, because <laughs> when they're all singing the song and he's all shocked and he starts laughing, and who goes, who guys who taught you this? He just starts yelling, answer me. And no one's saying anything. He's all right, Sam's. And then he, he grabs him and then he goes rushing into the into the music room. 
because uh, he just Sam Stone goes, "Who told you this?" He goes, "Mrs. Powers did." So they're like, "Ah!" Oh. So he just he gets all those guys and tells them, "Go to my office." So no, he just comes with me because then he goes mm-hmm. and charges into the to the music room and Mrs. Powers is in there teaching class, and then he interrupts and just starts yelling at yelling at her and he goes, basically telling, him, "Look, I didn't authorize you. Who gave you permission to?" to do the song like this. And she goes, well, I changed it because, uh, it was actually boring. And he goes, I didn't authorize this. And then she's looking at like, cause he just comes in like he does and just starts yelling yeah. at him. But basically just say, look, you take a bow. Cause you just rewritten our, um, how the fuck did he say it? Uh, <laughs> what is it? Alma mater. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone, Everyone's cheering and laughing and everything and everything. So he was he was all super hyped and happy and Mrs. Power steals hugging her and everything. So but uh after he leaves and everyone's cheering and hugging and everything, he goes into the office and tells the vice the vice principal, Yeah, man, I just heard like the best thing ever. And she hands him the test scores from the the practice test that they were supposed to do. And he looks at it. And I don't remember what the score was, but he was, it was basically just still hella low, and everyone yeah, didn't pass. Nowhere near seventy-five percent. Uh-uh. So he just ah, he gets all mad and starts lightning to her, and then he goes back in, gets all the, the teachers to get into the uh, into the um the gym, and then starts reaming them out again. <laughs> basically, tell them, like, look. What you guys are doing ain't good enough. We we need to step it up. <laughs> so, um, I know if I was a teacher, I mean, I don't like to get yelled at by anyone. I mean, even then now, but uh, but he was lighting them up. I mean, but I get what he's doing, and he's he's trying to improve his school, but a lot of people just didn't like uh, what he was doing because he. He lit him up because there was one side of the room was like more teachers and the other side was just a few. And he was like, this is how many people you guys are doing good or um, this percentage over here, which wasn't that many teachers, is what's passing. And all you guys are the rest of the students and they're not passing. So he was just screaming and yelling at them, lighting them up. And he does some good changes here. He what they do like a tutoring program, and then they do another program where if the parents need help. They'll help them too to better understand to help their kids do their work. Because they were like, yeah, because they were like, what? Because he was saying, well, they're going to have to start uh, doing the after school stuff and coming in on the weekends and all that. And they were like, these kids aren't going to come in uh, on the weekend. And he goes, what? And he goes, well, this is what this is what they got to do. This is what they had to do for everyone to get their test scores up when they do that uh, minimum, I guess, the minimum skills test or the basic skills test. That's what it's called. So yeah, another month. I was about to say, I think around this time he reinstates uh, Mr. Darnell. Yeah, because we got another montage and Mr. Darnell's in class. Uh, teaching and he comes in and gives him a thumbs up and Kadisha's at home. Classes participating. Yeah. Kadisha's at home and her mom's there and her mom's helping her with her schoolwork. So, and I couldn't tell you the song that was going on. It was, it was a happy song for the mom. 
You see Khadija, Khadija and um, the one kid, the uh, the the high school, uh, yeah. the the senior Carl- class president. Yeah, Carlton. Yeah, him. <laughs> That's exactly who he is. They see him uh, flirting around with each other. And we go into the gym. Everyone's laughing around, cutting it up, having a good time. Mr. Clark jumps in, starts jump roping uh, with all the girls. And Sam's jumping roping and everything. So he gets a good time. Everyone's having a good time at school. Everyone's happy to be at school, which is awesome. And then we get more scenes of that bitchy-ass lady screaming at the at the mayor, telling him, that, look, you guys still need to get rid of him. We need to get these kids back in school. Dr. Napier is telling them, like, look, man, he goes, he's doing a good job. And why are you letting this bitch fill your head? I mean, that's not what he said, but that's basically that's what, what he's saying. He <laughs> that's what he's saying. Right after that, he should have said, who the hell is your kid? Yeah. <laughs> your kid ain't even there. Well, who are you? <laughs> why aren't you? Or I understand her frustration and everything, but, I mean, I'd be like, you're the kids. Your kid is fucking up. Why aren't you? yelling at your kid to try to do something or get your kid into another school or whatever. But the fire chief is there too as well. And he's telling him, he goes, look, man, if we can get in there and get him, we can, uh, we can arrest him. So the, the mayor, the fire chief and Mrs. Barrett, should they're, they're coming up with some kind of scheme on how to uh, get rid of Joe Clark. So he basically told us, look, I mean, I'm going to sick the fire chief on him. So, uh, the mayor and the fire chief are in the bathroom and they're trying to work up uh, some way on how to uh, get rid of Joe. And because uh, when they're in there talking, um, the, the lawyer, the hell's his name, Mr. Rosenberg, he's in there taking a shit. But he, he lifts his legs up <laughs> because uh, the mayor, he kind of kneels down and looks under all the stalls to make sure no one's in there. So that's when they start rambling off and saying uh, what they were going to do. So he hears uh, what the plan that they're going to do, the, 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 the mayor and the, and the fire chief. And he goes down and tells Mr. Clark uh, what's happening. But he's scared. He's like, look, you didn't hear this from me. So, yeah, and this is the scene when he gets uh, the three little white boys. All right, sing the song. And they don't sing it right. <laughs> so, <laughs> made them look embarrassed <laughs> in, front of the, in front of the kids. So, so Aisha's uh, next problem coming up. Yeah, well, we got uh, more problems. He's dealing with uh, the Hispanic kids. Um, I believe they were Puerto Rican. I could be wrong, but she thirty nine goes. Hey, why you guys good? You got all this. You got all this. You got the classes and stuff for the black kids. You got the classes and stuff for the white kids. How come you ain't doing nothing for us? And he kind of turns around. All right, let's come in the office and we'll, we'll talk about it. He comes in. He goes in there. And he starts uh, reaming out the, the teachers again. Not so hard, though. He starts telling them, look, man, we got six days until the exam. You guys are doing good. We need to be a little more tougher on these kids to make sure everyone's ready for this test. And they're talking about, but we got to watch out because the fire chief is coming is coming around. And they try to set up, uh, make sure that everyone's, uh, the security guards and everyone's got a radios. And they come up some code word saying that, um, some of the teachers that are near the uh, the doors with the chains on them, they go, this is the code. If, we, if you hear that, run over there and take the chains off the uh, the door before the, the chief comes in. So they're trying to work up that plan. 
Oh, okay. After that, um, what's her name? I guess he he was yelling at uh, the vice principal, and then she turns around uh, and turns it on him and starts yelling at him because she was basically saying like, "Look, man, every we're we're working our ass off, and you you're not appreciating it, appreciating what we're trying to do here." And he goes, "You act yeah. like you're the only one that cares for these kids." He goes, "We care for these kids too." And he goes, "But you need to slow your roll on everybody." And then he tries, like, I don't need to hear this. But then she lights into him. Yeah, you do. You stop right there listening. So he just, she lights him up. And, and what she said was 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 good. But she was basically, we want you to appreciate us. Mm-hmm. Don't just, um, it's not just you doing all this. It's us too. So, and he needed to hear that. And I, that's what I liked about this vice principal. She 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 was straight up with him too. So it's getting the the kids ready for the the test, uh, keeping an eye out for the fire chief and everything. And then after everything's going good, here comes Khadijah with more. (laughs) (laughs) I understand. I mean, you just get that urge and accidents happen. She thought she was with a good guy. Well, uh, maybe he had he had game. (laughs) <laughs> she uh, she found out she was pregnant, and it was by the uh, the senior class president. Carlton. Yeah, Carlton. I don't know if that's his name, but that's what we're called. <laughs> <laughs> so, and he's basically saying, "He goes, no, nah, it ain't my kid." And she's she's all sad and scared. What am I gonna do? So, Mister Clark is like, "All right, man. Well." We're gonna we're gonna get through this too, and just adding more stuff that he's got to deal with. So while he's talking to her, here, here comes Candyman. He comes running in, and he goes, "Man, the fire chief got by." So they're like, "Ah, no, he got past the front gate." So they're all running code ten or whatever the hell he is. He goes, yeah, uh, the, the, "The enemy's in the building." Yeah, unchain the doors. But the fire chief is already in the school, as well as dumbass Mrs. Barrett. So they're like, all right. And he goes, and uh, the fire chief was recording the radio. He had a little pocket recorder. And he basically told him, said, all right, you're in trouble and uh, you're arrested. So that's when uh, he plays the tape back to him. So now he's got proof that he was chaining the doors up. And the police are there, too, with the fire chief. So he gets handcuffed and everything. The vice principal comes over. What's going on? And then even steals there. He goes, what's going on? Why are you, what are you doing to this? And then the vice principal is trying to say, he goes, look, man, he goes, you can't do this. But Mrs. Bear goes, nope, we got everything. We got all the proof here. And uh, that's it. He's he's done. And, and she's she's cussing. And, or she's not cussing, but she's screaming at him. But then Steele comes running up and goes, hey, yo, suck on this or whatever the hell he said. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bitch, suck on this. <laughs> so. What did he say? Yo, bitch, vote on this. That's what he said. Because yeah. <laughs> they were going to vote him out. And now they have uh, more of an excuse. He's in, uh, endangering kids. And so, but everyone was like, what's going on? Why, why are you getting arrested? And he goes, well, I put the chains on the door and it was against the law. And now I'm paying for it. So he's out the door. He goes uh, down to jail. They have him locked up. Dr. Napier and Benson are there talking to him. What were they? I don't remember what they were saying to him here. Uh, I don't remember. I know 
Because he he was well, he was explaining. Well, this is this is what I, you know what I do here, but let me see. And the students demands Clark was arrested for violating the fire safety codes that evening. The students gather at the meeting. At the what was he saying to him? I mean, I think Mr. Clark, I mean, he knew he knew what he did was wrong, but he yeah. knew why he was doing it to keep all the drug dealers and all the bad, bad kids out of the school. Yeah, but I think that's what he was telling them, even though you you had good intentions like. They caught you and they were going to they are going to vote you out. Yeah, and I mean, he he understood he wasn't he wasn't complaining about it. I mean, he. He knew what he was did. He did was wrong because he he said to the kids and they well, what, what are you, why are you getting why are you getting arrested? And he goes because I did something bad. And he goes I put the chains on the doors. That's why I'm now I got to pay the price. So when they're in this school board meeting, I don't know why they're letting this bitch uh, to have so much power. Yeah, she's <laughs> not on any committees or have any position in office or anything. She's just a regular person. Yeah, I mean, if you why don't you put more uh, because all this wasn't into your a, kid? <laughs> yeah, wasn't there a scene like he was making? She was making it seem like she can get votes for the the mayor. Yeah, because um, I was like, what power? What what do you do? Because you can't even keep your kid in school, but you're gonna get yeah. votes for the mayor. Your kids are out there fucking up. I think she, her her way was probably going to all the. Um, the parents of the kids that they got kicked out of school. Well, okay, man, they're gonna he's gonna help us, so we gotta vote for him. It's not a whole bunch of folks there. Yeah, there was what fifty kids up there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I, I don't know. So they were trying to have that meeting on this is what they were gonna do, and they want they they want to get him out. But you had all the people in the uh, other parents that were supporting Joe, uh, Mister Clark. So they were like, ah, they were all yelling back and forth. But I think the board was just getting tired of her, of her. Because, yeah, someone should have called her out. Why aren't you fucking at home trying to deal with your kid? You're here fucking trying to get ruin this guy's life. <laughs> so, but yeah, all I think the kids. It would have made more sense to me if she had some kind of pull or position. Because I just feel like if she was just a regular person, they would have just ignored her. Yeah, I don't think they would have gave her so much uh, screen time <laughs> or less in the mayor's office and yelling at the fire chief. And hey, I don't think you can just bust into the mayor's. Well, maybe back in 89, you could now. Hell no. There's security and everybody there. <laughs> so but all the kids from East Side High, they posse up and they go charging down to the. Uh, is this the police station or the mayor's office? <laughs> Uh, it kind of felt like a combination of the mayor's office, the police station, and the courthouse all in one. It's probably the courthouse because uh, they got Mr. Clark downstairs uh, yeah, in a cell. It's probably where they were going to do the boat. <laughs> so he's got to tell them, and all the kids are outside r- rallying up and with their blowhorns yelling and screaming, free Mr. Clark. The mayor looks out the window because the cops go, hey, man, you better look outside. So he looks out and sees the whole mob of kids, and he's like, oh, shit. So he goes down into Mr. Clark's cell and tries to tell him, hey, man, you need to go out there and say something to these kids. And is this the part when he goes, all I got to do is stay black and die? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's yelling at them. I don't got to do nothing but stay black and die. 
And the mayor's like, oh, man, come on. You got you got to do something. And I assume this was a voting year. That's why um, that one bitch was just saying, I can get you votes yeah. uh, to, to stay mayor. So. But I think they get they get Mr. Clark to go out there because I think they say something. You don't want no kids to get hurt with the police or anything. Yeah, because he, he they were just a bunch of bunch of black kids. I'm surprised they didn't call him the riot squad. Yeah, so do it today. Yeah, they would. <laughs> so they went out. Um, he finally goes out there. Um, Mrs. Uh, what the hell's her name? Mrs. Barrett. She's out yeah. there trying to listen to me, everyone. Just he's in, he's bad. He's going home. And you guys all need to go home, and everything's uh, under control. And everyone's on, nah, and steals you at her. Shut up, bitch, or whatever. He yeah, says we, she's like, we're trying to get you a good principal. And he's like, we don't want a good principal. We want Mr. Clark. <laughs> and then Clarence gets up there and takes the blow horn from her, and he's yelling, at everyone, come on, everyone, listen up, settle down. She might actually have something to say. So everyone just chill, settle down, and let's listen to this old loudmouth <laughs> say something. And he hands the blow horn back to her and then walks down the stairs. Carlton try to get on the mic, too. <laughs> yeah. And Kanisha so, like, you don't even handle your own responsibilities. Yeah, he tried to say some shit, and yeah, she screamed at him. <laughs> and apparently the school knows because everybody's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, so, but... Uh, they do let Mr. Clark out. He kind of, I don't know how no, nobody saw him, <laughs> but he's kind of peeking out there and he goes out and tries to tell them to uh, slow the roll. So everyone starts cheering. Everyone's happy. And, and then uh, because when uh, when that Mrs. Barrett is up there yelling and screaming at her, I mean, Khadija's, she she jumps in and she starts yelling and saying that um, Mr. Clark is like uh, a father to us, to uh, some of the kids that, that don't have a father. He's like the only father they have. So with that, Mrs. Bear, she ain't trying to hear it. And she's just like, nah, nah, we're going to get you a better principal. And she's like, nope, nope. Man, that's when still, yeah, we don't want another principal. We want Mr. Clark. <laughs> Khadija starts crying again because she's screaming and yelling. And then Joe, Mr. Clark just comes out and uh, he tries to grab the bullhorn from her, and then she like pulls it away. And then he just pulls it away from her. Yeah, I'm like, that's not your bullhorn. Who are you? Where's your kid? Yeah, goodness. So she didn't want to give it up, but the mayor was telling her, like, "Come on, just just give it up." So she hands it over to him, and he's telling all the kids they need to calm down and listen and go home. He he was happy and proud that they were all there, but. This isn't the time. We got to respect the law and everyone just just go home. But then all the kids are like, hell no, nah, we ain't going home. And then, all right, now the riot squad shows up because the whole van, the paddy wagon, uh, police officers showed up and they all got their nightsticks out. The news is there. Everyone's chanting free Mr. Clark and no, uh, all this. So he just, come on, you guys, we need to go. But then uh, Mrs. Uh, what's the... Um, this is Levias. Mrs. Levias, the vice principal, she shows up uh, with the test scores, and then she's like, "Here!" And he starts yelling at her. Goes, "Why didn't you? Why didn't you? Why didn't you controlling these kids?" And then she's like, "No!" And then she's just, "Here, you need to read this." He's yelling at her. And she just shut up and read this. 
So he takes it and he opens it up and it's the, the test scores for the basic skills uh, tests. And yeah, I think it was over 75%. Yep. Everyone east side high passed it. So they're all good. So And then all of a sudden, what's her name? Doesn't have power no more. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and the mayor even tries to get in on the, on the hoot, hoot and holler and everybody and, and be all happy. Because they all passed the minimum basic skills test and everybody's hooting and hollering and screaming and cheering and having it. So, I mean, again, in our eyes, we did see that Mr. Joe, Mr. Joe Clark did do a good job. He turned that school around as well as a help from the teachers and, and everyone else. They all did their part to help these students pass the, 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 the basic skills test. And they tries to get the mayor to come in to say something. And then what does he tell him? He says something stupid. Mr. Mayor, on behalf of myself, I'm just reading this, everyone. On behalf of the students at Eastside High, you can tell the state to go to hell. Because <laughs> so, you had the state as well as that dumb bitch where they were all trying to get him uh, fired and everything. So the mayor's like, fuck this, and then goes back inside. So I assume they just let him go, slapped him on the wrist, and uh, sent him on his way. But I'm sure he probably had to pay a fine. Because, again, that's you are endangering uh, children by locking the doors and everything. So, but everyone starts singing the school song, and then that's pretty much we, a movie. I think we see the seniors graduate at the end. Yeah, during the credits, we see uh, all the, the seniors graduating and everything. And even Sam Steele tried to get in on the action. <laughs> But I mean, this movie was awesome, man. I mean, I, I love it. It's 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 a good feel good story. Um, I don't know how much they had to embellish on the on on the story and the, uh, to to make it a movie. Uh, I guess you guys do some reading yourself. Um, you'll know more of the real story of uh, Joe Lewis Clark. I had to click on his name. Oh, he passed away in 2020. He was 82. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, I guess, Wikipedia. Go on there and you can read uh, everything uh, about him. But he turned that school around in the movie. I don't, I don't know how it was in real life. Well, I mean, he had, he had to have done enough for them to make a movie out of it. Yeah, I mean, I never even heard of this guy until this movie came out. So, And then I found out that it was based on a uh, true story. So... Yeah, as far as everything else, and Kid Ray and the the drug dealer guy going into oh, Air Force, I don't know. I hope Kid Ray made it past a year. Yeah, man, come on. I mean, I never seen him in anything else. But uh, let me see, Kid Ray. What was his name? His real name? Uh, Alex Romagura. Romagura. Oh, here he is. Roman Romaguerra. Sounds right. Yeah, I'll go with that. He's only did this and as the world turns, one episode. Uh, still alive, so I guess that's good. He made it past a year. Yeah, maybe he just didn't want to uh, act anymore. All right. <laughs> oh, no. 
Damn, they didn't even give these guys names. They gave uh, other people names. We need. They gave uh, uh, Chris or Spider. They gave him a name, but the three kids that were singing, they did call them white boy singer. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you read the credits, you know who they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, you, if. if, if Michael Imperiolia, however you say his life, we didn't know him at that time. <laughs> so, but he was able to get a get a name. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be George. Was this his first thing he had done? George. <laughs> Let me see. Actor. He's got 103 acting credits. So yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. Uh, I mean, the first time I've seen him. Second was, movie. All right. He played, he was in some movie called Alexa where he played Acid Head. All right. And, and then Goodfellas was right after. See, that was the first thing that I, that I remember him in. He was the one that, uh. No, you said Joe I was Pesci. a right spider. <laughs> yeah, sure. Joe Pesci shot him in the foot. Go fuck yourself, Tommy. <laughs> Bandage is bigger than your fucking head. He was in Jungle Fever. I haven't seen that movie in a while. Yeah, he was in Malcolm X. He was I in. Know. I don't even remember that. In Bad Boys, he was JoJo. He was. Yeah, the 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 little snitch that they had to go see at the tire shop. Oh, okay. I was thinking of um, Sean Penn, Bad Boys. <laughs> oh no. He was in Basketball Diaries, Clockers, Dead Presidents. I remember him in Dead Presidents. I yeah, they had to put his stomach back in. Yeah, he was in during the Vietnam scene. He had did a comedy. Oh, My Baby's Daddy. That's what I remember him in. <laughs> he was good in um, that show on Hulu, uh, This This Fool. You ever yeah, that? he was in yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that show was hella funny. If you guys haven't seen this fool, check that show out. That show's awesome. And uh, I believe we are getting a second season, too. So That's cool. Uh, well, everyone, that is Lean On Me. Um, so your pick. Yeah, we're going to stay with HBO Max or whatever they call it. Um, they'll be changing the name here pretty soon. To what? Because they, the, whatchamacallit, bought it, uh, Discovery. I heard they're just going to call it Max. Can't be home box office anymore? I don't know. Well, because you're going to get all the the Discovery stuff for free, all combined with HBO Max. Mm, all right. Well, so, cool. Yeah. But, yeah. Thank you, first of all. I'm going to tell you that much. <laughs> so... Um, all right, everyone, we're going to go to, to 2008. Uh, I know some of you may not like her anymore, but we're going to go to 2008's, this is on HBO Max, Set It Off. <sighs> Stony. <laughs> Queen Latifah. Yeah, uh, you, Fox you, before you, she messed her face up. You know what? You get you get hints of, of Jada now in in this role. You get little hints. <laughs> but I love this movie mainly for uh, Queen Latifah. She plays Cleo. But yeah, we're gonna come back at you with the set it off. Nice. 
there is a there's more school movies that I want to eventually get to as well. But I hadn't seen set it off in a while, so give me a reason to watch it. Oh, this is the uh, the director's cut. I don't know what's what's uh, new. Do you? I think some of the bank robbery scenes are kind of extended a little bit. But all right, um, I've seen it enough to I will know if there's uh, something new in it. So that's good. But and I want to say the the thing with um without really talking about it because the thing with uh Stoney's brother how he goes out. I think there's yeah uh, that's a little bit extended. I th- I think. Yeah, it was what's his name? Uh, not their brother, but the guy he was hanging out with was um. Oh, from Menace? Yeah, the dude the cane beat up. <laughs> What's up now, partner? <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> I liked him in uh um he was also in uh Tales from the Hood. Uh Don't Be a Menace. Oh, when they made him do the walk again. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie, man. If you guys ever seen Don't Be a Menace while you're drinking your juice of the hood, check that shit out. That shit's hella funny. You, you ever heard any of his music? He's got music? Yeah, well, this was like back then. I think he I, went by Caffeine. I don't even know his name. Are they Caffeine? Now you make yeah. me list. You got to search for it. I think this was like in the, the 90s. What's his real name, though? I don't know. Uh, I couldn't even tell you his name. He's just one of those. I just remember him from Menace. Society, don't be a menace, and uh, he was also in um, Players Club. I saw that movie once, and I remember it being like, thought it was gonna be a comedy, and it ended up being like serious. There's some comedic parts to it. What happened to Lorenz Tate? He kind of just disappeared. I think he has a, a production company with his brother. Does he? All right. The hell was that guy's name? Samuel Monroe Jr. That sounds about right. And he's got music. Oh, I'm almost positive he's the one I'm thinking about. He he went by caffeine. He's a West Coast rapper. Hmm. Because I think he was trying to capitalize off of Menace to Society. Oh, here he is. Caffeine. What the hell? Man, who signed me out? These damn kids need to stop touching my computer. Signed out of my my YouTube account. Get me mother I'm getting ads now, damn kids. <laughs> I want to tell these kids, stop touching my shit. I don't, I don't want to take it too long. They got like a billion ads. So I don't know what this guy's, <laughs> what this guy sounds like. Yeah, he's, uh, says he's worked with legendary producers, Battle Cat, Jelly Roll, a lot of, a lot of West Coast producers. He was on Jive Records. Hmm. Caffeine. 
Actually, it's not caffeine. It's cafe, cafe Milano, I guess. Hmm. Oh, this is just a podcast or something that he's on. It's not even music. I'll try to find it and I'll send it to you. Yeah, you're going to have to find it for me. But all right, everyone. Yeah, now we're just rambling. That was... uh, Lean on me. Come back next week for uh, Set It Off. The Stony. Lover, lover, hater, everyone. Um, I loved her at this point. but I don't know about now. She's getting my, my, my favorite Jada was Low Down Dirty Shame. Jada. As Peaches. I liked her in this, or uh, in Set It Off, and... Um, Eddie Murphy. Uh, uh, uh Nani Professor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Miss Pearly. Yeah, I liked her in that. Oh, what's oh no, Janet Jackson was in the second one. Uh, the second one. I don't remember it. <laughs> and the clumps. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we ain't talking about those ones. Yeah, come All back right. next week for set it off, everyone. And uh yeah, go to horrorreturns.com uh for everything. And uh, be a patron subscriber and Facebook and all that. Do we got yeah, we got a um, a page for um, action return, not action return, stream feeds. Yeah, I forget what shows uh, we're doing because this apparently this drama had action in it. But all right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just check out everything. Uh, go to thehorrorreturns.com for uh, everything to deal with the network and. Yeah, next week. Set it off, everyone. So until next time, please be safe out there and party on. And be good to each other. <laughs>